This is the Catholic Movie Guy Podcast. Okay, so we are back on the Catholic Movie Guy Podcast, and today's a very special episode, very special, because I have a first-time guest. Yeah, first time. Friend. You've never invited me never. before, and that I, hurts. That's not true. I've invited you many times. Mentally. Never mentally. Never, never verbalized. So, yes. yeah. Thank so, you. So I have here with me the great Charlie Becker. Hello, hello. Uh, to know him is to love him. And he's not only a movie guy, he's also a local entrepreneur. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, I believe that you've, you've patented. Yeah, I don't know if patent's the right word, but okay. I have a hot sauce. It's called Hot Charlie's, and I released it on Fox 2 in August. And next week I release a ghost pepper version of it, which is interesting. So it's made with real garlic, it's gluten-free, and it's it's delicious. And it's very fitting to release the ghost pepper. It is, right around, around Halloween. Halloween. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you want you want the ghost to have hot sauce, too. You can't exactly. not uh, satisfy that, that yes, urge. Yes, we do not exclude anyone, mm-hmm. uh, spiritual or animal, but... Right. And dogs don't react positively to hot sauce. I can imagine. People have had it in the dog. It's just, there's <laughs> it's terrible. Excellent. So go buy his hot sauce. But today he's here because he is one of the few uh, in my circle of Catholic-ish friends who will countenance watching a horror movie. Mm-hmm. And we're going to talk about our favorite horror movies and a specific type of horror movies. But before we did that, just so you can meet Charlie, I just wanted him to give a little bit of his background, his life story. Yeah, so my life story, um, a long, long time ago, my mom and dad decided they wanted to have a kid. Um, but no, <laughs> I, my story is pretty simple. I, was, I studied to be a Catholic priest for seven years. Um, back in the day when there used to be a high school seminary, so I moved away from home at 14, did that for seven years. Um, loved it, but decided at a point that, you know, I needed to discern to see if I'm called to be married or become a monk. So I took some time off, um, dated around, got married, had a couple kids, can't go back now. Um, <laughs> and I finished up my master's in business. I've been working in sales and operations, um, started a hot sauce company, and I've got a wife and two kids. Excellent. And two dogs now. We have a Doberman and a, and like a little min pin. So, like so you've got, you've got a full house. Full house. I can't keep peace, peace lilies alive. I tried to be like a plant man. And they no, die. It's no. terrible. I would never try such a thing. No, no way. So here's the thing, man. This is not your first, I mean, this is pretty limited showbiz, but this is not your first foray into the show business industry. You've left out a major part of your biography. I have before me a musical oh, genius, <laughs> one of the members of the Priestie Boys. Yeah, I was one of the founding members. Founding. It was me, yeah. Anthony, and Derek. We've had, well, Derek was always the temporary drummer, but me and Anthony, we were there from the beginning. So. For those who don't know, the Priestie Boys was a, a, a group here in St. Louis of seminarians, all of whom dropped out. Yeah, no. Which should not be. <laughs> no, it doesn't mean seminarians can't have bands. It just means that it's just, yeah, it but, didn't. But if you're inclined, you don't actually appear on the album. No, because okay. that happened after I left. Okay, but, you, but you're the genius behind the album. I, I maintain yeah, that. I, I think there's a lot of my, my thoughts in there. Okay, so if, you want, if you're interested in some, some decent Christian rock. Mm-hmm. I think more than decent. I'm sure yeah, it's, so it's, it's, it's pretty good. It's great. And I'm not even on the CD. Yeah. So that's what hurts exactly. the most. It's like they get this, they this, get the this stardom. But we know the true fans. Yeah. So Google Priestie Boys. I think yeah. you can buy it on iTunes. I'm, so. I'm sure you can. It's it's everywhere. I don't get any of that money either. So buy Hot Charlie's <laughs> and, uh, and we'll, I'll send you a link. There you go. So, Charlie, why... How do, I, how do I say this? Why why is it okay for a Catholic to watch a horror movie? What, what, what is, what's the point? I don't know. I think like watching any movie, it's always to experience something different. So whether you're watching a horror movie to scare you, a comedy to lift up your spirits, I think that you know it's it's just a, it's just a genre. So, so like horror movies, I think it it 
The same way like with hot sauce, certain people like hot sauce, some people don't like anything spicy. And I think when you get to movies, you like that sensation that you get, especially from horror movies where it really just scares you. Right. So that's the first thing, right? When somebody asks me, why do you like a horror movie? I'm like, well, you know, I do, you know, part of, part of the reason I started this podcast was to bring out in entertainment themes that can actually give you uh, spiritual benefit if mm-hmm. you meant to bring out deeper themes that perhaps you didn't realize to engage with what you're watching. But with a horror movie, there is that, and I'm going to get to that. But first of all, it's just fun. It's like yeah. somebody asked me, why, why, do you, why would you do that to yourself? Why would you scare yourself? I'm like, well, do you like roller coasters? Like, yeah. it's, it's fun, and part of being a human, body and soul, is to engage in, in activities that, that, while not immoral, you know, give you that sense of being alive. This is one of those things Definitely. where you like, my earliest memories are like trying to sneak and watching a horror movie. Like that yeah. was like tra- it was transgressive and a not. What was in, the first horror movie you remember seeing as a kid? Absolutely, the first one I remember seeing easily is Halloween, and I watched it way, way when I was too young. Have you mm-hmm. seen that one? No. Okay, so it's a slasher, and I'm going to distinguish between slashers and more of the supernatural, preternatural movies that I want to talk about in depth. So slashers are a little different. I'm not going to like sit here and tell you that Halloween is something you need to see before you die or anything. Mm-hmm. But as far as well-made, well-acted, well-plotted slasher film, it's the best slasher film. Now, there's lots of you know, nudity and bad stuff. In it, yeah, because I'd say with me, the movie, I remember watching as a kid being like six or seven, and it being, I remember watching Batman. It was in the evening, okay. Batman. Do you want the Tim Burton one? No, the uh, Adam West one. The, oh, the, really? The whole show. <laughs> okay, so yeah. I was watching that, and it flipped. I hit channels, and it shifted to the part of The Shining, oh. where she's in the bathroom, and, he, and, and Jack Nicholson is trying to get in there. Scare the living daylights out of yeah. me. And that progressed where I just didn't watch scary movies for the longest time. Oh, so you were afraid of them? It, no, it scared me. No, see, for me, I, I had to have I more just more. turned right to Care Bears. That's, yeah. that, that was my <laughs> solace in life, is I, Care Bears. I can actually see that. Yeah. I can see that. Okay, but I want to talk a little bit more about what I would think are not just scary movies in the sense of giving you that sensation, like maybe Halloween does or, you know, one of the Jason movies or one of those things that I think are just kind of, you know, crappy. Mm-hmm. Um, but things so that actually... you can actually, say crappy on... You that, can say that's, crappy. That's about the okay, limit. Okay, that's... Okay, yeah. I just don't ever want to push This is that. a PG-13 podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I'm more interested in the ones that actually do or perform a function that I like to think of like fairy tales did. So there's this famous Chesterton quote. Kids don't need to be told that there are dragons. You know, they know that dragons are real. They need to be told that that good can overcome the dragons, right? Mm-hmm. And that's what the best horror films do for me. They scare me, literally and figuratively, like in a supernatural sense, like, hey, man, I better get my stuff together. This evil is real. Mm-hmm. And more importantly, especially the great ones, the power of goodness, the power of God can overcome evil. Definitely. So you were talking to me a little, a little bit before we started the podcast that so you actually have some practical background or you're studying to have some yeah, practical well, I, background in this area. Yeah, and I think it's just interesting, especially on the Catholic perspective, the idea of demonology has really been downplayed a lot over the past, I mean, past couple hundred years, but especially the past 50 years or so where people don't um, correlate demonology to realism they don't think that right. demons just, are real it's, it's like just, a figure of speech exactly it's like oh bad things happen to good people it's like yeah they do but you know sometimes there is evil behind that mm-hmm. and i think that as my spiritual journey has taken me it's really trying to focus on that side to be able to call a spade a spade mm-hmm. being able to say okay yeah bad things do happen but what is is, is there an ulterior force behind that mm-hmm. that's you know People can have bad luck, but sometimes it's, you know, it's the devil at play. And it's being able to say that that gives us the control over our own lives, you mm-hmm, know? Mm-hmm. 
So some people say, you know, I'll just give you like garden variety. I'm sure many people who are listening to this uh, who seek out something called Catholic Movie Guy Podcast are thinking, <laughs> what was wrong with you people? Like, um, we're, we're the good guys. We don't need to know the bad guys. It's an unhealthy... Um, it's an unhealthy obsession, like mm-hmm. watching two violent movies is an unhealthy obsession, blah, 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 blah. And I always come back to the fact, I'm like, I don't know, man. I think that Catholicism is a pretty graphic religion. Yeah. I mean, like when you compare Catholicism to Protestantism, for instance, I mean, every, every week we go into church, hopefully more than that, and we see Jesus crucified and bloody on the cross. In the, in the Bible, Jesus talks about casting out demons. I mm-hmm. mean... I just, we believe in souls in purgatory who are working out their salvation still in like being burned by fire. Okay. Mm-hmm. All the depictions of hell, Michelangelo, Sistine Chapel. I right. mean, we're very, very <clears throat> much so telling that story throughout history. Why would the genre of film be any different? You know what I mean? Right. And I think it's the, what you're saying right there, but you're, you're explaining parts, even within our Catholic faith, where people don't really want to focus on. They yeah. don't want to focus on you know, the flames of purgatory or, or the things where they have to, where we have to, to do something that we don't like. Everybody, you know, I think as humans, we're, we, we cling to that good feeling. And I think that's the interesting thing with some of these movies, that you're going to have those people that have no desire to see horror movies. You have those people that just really like them. And it's that desire. But it's understanding, especially with our Catholic faith, that, yeah, we have desire to see those things, but we have to be accepting of evil in our lives, the, whether it be the actions that we can do at times with sin um, or, or witnessing evil, and that we're being called by God to stand up to that and stand up to even ourselves to say, God is calling me to be better than this. You know? Right, right. And for me, another, like, I mean, after that initial thrill of being scared by a movie, the thing that I say to people is that these movies actually, the good ones, I'm not talking about, there's, you know, for, for, for anyone out there, there, for every one good mm-hmm. horror movie, there's 50 bad ones. It's oh, like definitely. for every good movie, there's 50 bad ones. So don't misunderstand me. I'm not mm-hmm. saying like just go watch the first horror movie that's playing at Werenberg or whatever they call it now. But for me, like the good ones, it strengthens my faith mm-hmm. because I am, you know, I'm a, I'm a very shallow, uh, weak, uh, prideful person. I don't want to do things that are hard. I don't. But want and to you're to... you're gorgeous. And so that's that, that's. I don't know if you guys can see that's that. True, they uh, do because he does have I a think, face for radio. But they I think they, they, they can sense it. it. They can sense they it. They can sense it. Um, but for me, it's like it makes me realize, hey, I got to work harder. Like mm-hmm. this is real. I need to, and it strengthens my faith. Definitely, I think the same way. Like we have like inspirational movies. Like a movie that I really liked when I was growing up was Patch Adams. Okay, and it's just the idea of Robin Williams. You know. Getting a, becoming a doctor against all means, and then just doing things to help people. That's inspiring. And I think when we watch, I guess we're going to get into talking about you know horror movies, it's seeing that where you can see, you can plain a day see, okay, that's evil. You know that's evil. And then you want to see that over, be overcome. Right, you know? right. And the, and the best ones, what overcomes it, and really all the films we're going to talk about, focus on today, it's the Catholic Church. Mm-hmm. I, Roger Ebert has a great quote. I, I'm going to butcher it, it's paraphrase, but it's like whenever, you know, whenever there's a real problem, you got to call the Catholic priest or mm-hmm. something like that. And give me, give me your, give me your, like, what's your favorite or a couple of your fa- favorite movies in this genre? Yeah, I would say the two Conjuring movies, Conjuring 1 and 2. So Conjuring 1, if you guys haven't seen it, it's a great movie. Kids uh, will love it um, right, <laughs> right before bedtime. Um, the Conjuring 1 is sort of like an, I mean, they're both like an Amityville. You're you're dealing with some thing or some place that gets possessed, then a family having to overcome that. And this is supposedly fact based. Yeah. So inspired, right? Ed and Lorraine Warren are mm-hmm. the are the is the couple behind the movie. They're they're in the movie. Um, 
Ed allegedly was the only lay demonologist recognized by the Catholic Church. I say allegedly because it's just it's, it's a quote it in is, his book. There, yeah. there is a book that they wrote called The Demonologist where they really, it's almost like journal entries. And they talk about the experience that they had. They were some of the initial investigators for the church for like Amityville and things like that. Mm-hmm. So I like those two movies and I like the movie The Exorcist. Of course. Yeah. And I think when I when I think of a scary movie, like my as I was saying, like my wife, Kelly, she loves like, Final Destination, stuff like that. I, I, I can't get into that. It, it, it sort of scares me in a weird way, but it's not true. Right. Um, the movies that I like are the ones that, okay, well, Exorcist, yeah, well, that there are some parts in there that could be fact. Right. You know, the the Conjury, there are things in there that, that could be reality. And it's finding stuff like that, it's like that really shakes me to my core. But then it also, as you're saying, it challenges my faith to be like, okay, well, good, you know, conquers evil, you know? Right. And I, I, I saw the first Conjury, I did not see the second one. Um, but in the first one, yeah, again, I don't want to get into whether like how, how true it, it, right. you know, exactly it is and about, cause they are shrouded in some controversy, but as presented in the movie, there's nothing contrary to the faith in there and kind of the threat in the movie is that they want a priest and, mm-hmm. and they can't get one. Right. Um, and I find that pretty believable because like you said, we're downplaying these controversial aspects of our faith that actually point to this, you know, preternatural reality that that we all have to believe in. Right. And so for, for me, it's like they stepped up in that movie to perform what no one else could as best they could. And they were somewhat successful, though not entirely. Right. Right. Um, but it really did strengthen my faith. I really, I really, uh, and it was scary. I mean, it was scary. a lot of good and, scares. And, you know, yeah. And from those movies, that's where you led into the Annabelle series, which right. that's where it's like, it's a struggle for me to get into. I watched the first one and I'm like, okay, I know this movie is just completely. And that was up. just called Annabelle. It's just called Annabelle. Okay. Then you had Annabelle 2. Okay. And that, I had Electric Boogaloo. And I saw. Anna- I couldn't watch it. Like, I just couldn't bring myself to watch it. So I saw, I saw Annabelle. No, not Annabelle 2. Is it Annabelle the Origin? Is yeah, that the yeah that was the newer one. That's the new one. Yeah. That's the one I saw. And how was that? So I, I wanted to give a little mini review. I Very quality scares. It is like a stereotypical horror movie, though, in that all the characters make just inexplicably stupid decisions. It's not one yeah. of those reality-based ones at all. But it does con- contain a very positive portrayal of the church. There's a, the, there's a nun in the, the movie who's like the main character. Um, and all the characters in that movie, what I liked about it was they open themselves up to it, which mm-hmm. is another, you know, common theme in all these movies that you don't just like get become possessed because you're walking down the street one day. You In some way you open yourself up mm-hmm. to it typically. Um, and they acknowledge that they were committing a sin in doing this. And that's what started the, 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 uh, the shenanigans, so to speak. Um, the one thing in there, it does depict a, a confession where one of the children goes to confession with the nun mm-hmm. and the nun like gives some sort of an absolute, it's like not quite fully yeah. an absolution. It's totally, so I don't know, you know, they did all this research into Catholicism, but forgot that nuns yeah. don't do Catholicism. <laughs> um, but it was pretty good. Yeah. Not on the level of the, 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 the main conjuring though. Um, another one you brought up, of course, the exorcist. Mm-hmm. I mean, and that it, was the second scariest, that was the second like scary movie I remember. Yeah. And that was definitely the most scared I've ever been. Like yeah, it just got, terrified to my core. Yeah. There was a point when I was in high school. So like right when I was just studying to be a Catholic priest that I always wanted to watch that movie. But anytime I watched it, I couldn't get halfway through it. Like, <laughs> I would just get too scared. And, uh, I think also like a compelling idea of the exorcist is you know that it was based in st louis and and the history around that you can still go to the house or you can go down to slough and see some of the things um it sort of makes it more real yeah relate a little bit more yeah it's it's almost too real like yeah. i don't even like driving past the hospital yeah. i get a little creepy. i move from the right lane to the left lane i'm like yeah. oh, okay I stay over here um 
Okay, another movie I saw recently, you probably didn't see it, is It. Have you seen this movie? I saw the first one. Okay. I read the book, and I... I just see. I haven't seen the second. One. I haven't okay. seen the new one. So the book. I don't know if you remember the book exactly. It was it's very like a graphic. Thousand pages. Yeah, yeah. there is very... a scene in there that makes it like beyond recommendation. So put that to the side. But in the movie, it doesn't depict like um, you know. There's no priest exercising this demon, but it is clearly an otherworldly force, and the, like the innocence of the children and their goodness is what enables them to fight it versus mm-hmm. the grown-ups who are kind of corrupted. So and again, another like just another you know thing that you can as a as a Catholic viewer take out. So so many good points from, and it's very entertaining. Well done. Um, and do you so, like clowns? Like on the I, surface, I mean, we want to know if you hate clowns going into it. I was that never afraid it? of clowns. I watched Bozo growing up. I okay, well, I love Bozo. Love Get the hundred dollar bill. Exactly, I love that. I love where they threw the ball. Mm-hmm. The yeah, I mean, that was great. Um, but in this movie, it wasn't. This movie wasn't so much like I was terrified. It was more of in that thriller. Yeah, it was. And there are some jump, some, some good jump scares when you're in the theater, but nothing like The Conjuring, where I'm like, oh, this could really happen. Um, but of the of the movies I've seen this year, those were the two best horror movies I've seen. Yeah. That and the Annabelle one, if you're if you're intrigued by that. Um, another one I, I wanted to mention real quick, which I understand you might be having a little anti lawyer sentiment about, is the Exorcism of Emily Rose. It was just that... so long. Oh, I it's, it's not even. I bet you it's not even in two hours. Because how long was it? Like three hours? No, that was like two. It was like two and a half, probably. Yeah, like I remember watching that movie. I just don't remember it too much. I guess, I don't know. Like, See, but this is what you need to know about Charlie, ladies and gentlemen. This man likes to get in and get out. Yeah, I'm done. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't ask him about Interstellar, for instance. <laughs> oh, terrible. No, love that I just wanted, Okay, love that was, that I was just going to call it the Podestas here because they had me watch it. I regret that still oh. to this day. Oh, I get. I, I will get, never get that time back. I am getting, it was that bad. I'm getting happy just thinking Gosh, about watching terrible. it. In Why fact, would you even think I'm gonna about go, that? I'm going to go watch it tonight. Um... But so no length was definitely not a problem with me. But in Exorcism, Emily Rose again, it could happen. It's based on a true story. Church portrayed very positively, but also that one's interesting because it doesn't just say this was an exorcism. In a way that the Exorcist kind of does too, mm-hmm. it leaves it somewhat ambiguous. But even more so in this one, it was like, is this is the girl crazy? Is the priest right? Is the psychologist right? And it plays out in a courtroom drama. Which, as we know, um, lawyers are the best profession ever created. Yeah, I actually heard lawyers are like gingers. They're no. they're soulless. Yeah. That's, um, that, that's, that's a, a common, rumor. That's a common that's misconception. That's a common misconception, but it is a misconception. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, anytime you get, like, exorcism plus courtroom drama, mm-hmm. I'm in. Yeah, I'm and in. I think that's, that's interesting the way you're saying it because, you know, we talk about, you know, people's diversion to evil and just like not being able to call a spade a spade mm. and how how it sort of led to that to the state of the church where it's like yeah you can watch these movies you can see them saying you know this is evil this is not evil um but it's like i think so many people go to i mean definitely you want to go to get medical help if you're having having issues but it's also understand there's a spiritual sense there exactly you know exactly yeah i mean in in today's age that's the side that's completely ignored i mean we're very into bodily health and all that sort of thing but nobody nobody even believes in the spiritual realm or if they do it's in some sort of like you know everything's fine with you you know sort of way and like it's like hey man you are being tempted attacked by spirits Mm -hmm. day in and day out and if you're not acknowledging that reality then you're already losing the battle exactly exactly so i want to say something to my wife my wife hates scary movies, and when I say scary movies, I don't just mean like The Exorcist or Final Destination. I mean like 
anything beyond like you know Toy Story three. Oh really? And even that's a little scary yeah, at the end. Yeah. Like I don't like Little Mermaid because of that weird uh, Ursula. Ursula. I don't yeah. like her. Very scary. No, well, my daughter loves it. I exactly. can't watch it. So for my to my wife, I just want to say, could you please like, could you be a Catholic? Could you even try? <laughs> like seriously, you need to do some spiritual weightlifting. You need to go see The Omen, The Conjuring, Oh gosh, The, the Exorcist. I want you to see these movies tonight. Well, I think we need to do something and have our wives do it together because <laughs> Kelly refuses to watch my movies. Yeah. I will watch her Final Destination, but trying to get her to watch The Conjuring, it's it's like no, there's, there's it's not happening. So so to those people who you know, I'm not going to make you watch something that just you know ruins your life or whatever. He's like Sarah can't even sleep the next day. That's yeah. fine, I get it. But I'm just saying, maybe there's a little bit more there than meets the eye. Maybe it would be a little good for you. Well, you know, with just... the, okay, when you watch the scary movies, do you ever, when you get the DVD, watch like the behind the scenes? No. Okay, Never. I don't ever do that Never. with movies like Independence Day or The Rock. I really like those. But these are the only movies where I get the DVD. I'm like, I want to see the behind the scenes. Because they'll talk about the story. Like The Conjuring 1 and 2, Lorraine Warren is actually in the movie yeah. at a few, at a few points. Like the actual person. Wow. And it's kind of cool. And hearing some of the backstories about them, I think especially when you watch these um, Exorcist-type movies, they sort of give that backstory. Like even watch the, the Exorcist movie, it has an amazing backstory. Like yeah. about people being getting sick on set and those oh, crazy yeah, things. Yeah. It's creepy. Yeah. It's super creepy. Um I have the Exorcist book on my shelf. It's just sitting there. And yeah. I cannot bring myself to open it because I'm too scared. I would recommend reading The Demonologist by Ed Lorraine. That was the only, that's the only book I've ever read in my life where I was by myself in my house and I actually got scared. Have you read Father Amorth? Is that yeah, it? I like his books. Okay, so I was in the middle of reading one of those and I got so shook. I was like, boom, done. Never reading that book again. <laughs> For some reason, yeah. when it's in book form, it's like my imagination can go even wilder. Exactly. It's not limited to the screen. Exactly. All right. Well, I think that we've got we've done a good a good enough defense of this. Yeah. To get the people excited to. I hope the so. Avatar. We're getting ready for Halloween. You, this is the time. This is the time. You know. So if, if you're looking for, I'm going to put in the show notes some good articles on why uh, expanding on the ideas we're talking about here. Why it's worthy of a Catholic's uh, time to maybe mm-hmm. watch a horror movie this Halloween. So definitely. Any parting thoughts, my friend? No, I think like you really hit on it. It's you're not just watching mo- these movies to be scared. You're it's just that triumph over evil. Mm-hmm. And it's always, you know, as Catholics sometimes we can focus on carrying the cross and the crucifixion, but it's realized that's that wasn't the end of the story. The end, you know, happens with the resurrection and exactly. that's the joy. So you know, at the end of the Looney Tunes, you know, there's that happiness at the end. And I think with these movies, it's just realizing where can you find good uh, within the evil of the world. Yep. I I think it was it like Fred Rogers that said his mom said that quote. All right. So there was a quote by Fred Rogers. So all y'all people that know Mr. Rogers and his mother said, when I was boy and I would see scary things in the news, my mother would always say to me, look for the helpers. You will always find people who are helping. And I think that's the call of, of Christianity. It's called being Catholic. We're always called to be helpers. We're, 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 we're called to help those in most need. And we watch those scary movies, um, and we got to find the good. Right, and we have to, we have to acknowledge what we're fighting to, right. to fight it. And I'm not saying that you have to go and, and be an exorcist or assist an exorcist or anything like that. All I'm saying is, you know, spiritually you have to understand the reality and prayerfully what do you do to combat that. Definitely. Definitely. Right. I think it's like on the same note of a medical doctor. You know, they have to know what disease they're fighting so they can fight it. And that's what we're called. We have great tools at St. Michael and all the things of the Catholic Church. You know, what can we use to our, our advantage to, to defeat the evil one? And it's it's an adrenaline rush. Definitely. Yeah. So Definitely. Just great it. movies. Great Excellent. movies. Not yeah. Interstellar. Don't watch that. <laughs> I, I, I would bell him if I had a bell. <laughs> so thank you, Charlie. I really appreciate it. Thank Go you, buy Steve. some hot Charlies. Yes. Watch some horror movies. 
download my podcast, like it on Facebook, on Twitter, five star reviews, share it, uh, share it with friends, what? enemies. Uh, I, I think a great thing to do for Halloween is have this going at your when people are yes. giving out candy. That will uh, definitely scare the, the neighbors. Kids. Will love that. They will. All right. Yeah. Thank you, Charlie. Till next time. Thanks, I'm out. Steve.